Welcome to another episode of John Michael's Rockbox, a podcast that showcases extremely amazing talent from around the world. I'm your host, John Michael. On today's show... All right, so today it's uh, Preacher Lawson, and I know you know who this guy is. You've seen him. You've seen him all over the place, including... And i got to mention this to you, Preacher. Thanks for coming on the show today in John Michael's Rockbox. Um, America's Got Talent. You know, all I, I mentioned your name and they're like, yeah, I saw that dude. He was on America's Got Talent. And then they explained you to me. <laughs> Which, that's crazy. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, man. I mean, yeah, I was on there, you know, did some stuff. It was pretty cool. You know, uh, I love ABC, man. Oh, yeah. So, Preacher, like, you know, looking at your, your bio, and I, I got to mention this because I, I like the fact that it says you're born in Portland, Oregon raised most of your adolescence in Memphis, Tennessee, but moved 20 times before the age of 10. Holy moly. Did you really do that, all that? I really did all of that. It's man. crazy. I moved, I moved a lot, man. Were, were you, are you an Army brat, as they say? No, man, I wasn't an Army brat. Uh, I mean, I did, my life was similar to the military. You know, get on the ground! You know, like I asked and stuff. <laughs> that was, you know, kind of... But no, I wasn't, um, I wasn't an army grad. We just moved around a lot. You know, like my mom, you know, she, if, uh, you know, she got uncomfortable, she's like, I'm out. And then we was like, all right, well, we're eight. So we're going with you. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and so we just moved a lot, you know, but I, it helped me out in so many different ways. And, you know, it's really cool. Oh yeah. So So absolutely. So I guess you say that, uh, also I'm reading off your bio, which, uh, just to kind of, you know, share is that you say you really, uh, when they ask you where you're from, you say Orlando, Florida, because that's where you, you grew as a comedian in Orlando. Yeah, man. I started doing stand up uh, when I was 17, two weeks before I turned 18 in Memphis. I was there about a year, moved to Portland. I was there for about seven months and I moved to, you know, I moved to Orlando and then I stayed there for five years. Wow. So, yeah, I didn't start drinking. I was I didn't start I wasn't able to drink alcohol yeah. before I moved to Orlando and then I kind of turned 25 over there. So, uh, you know, which is when apparently your brain starts stops developing. Yeah. I heard that not that long ago. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, it's true. But <laughs> uh yeah, so I <clears throat> I grew as a comedian there. So I love it, man. I love Orlando. It's the greatest cuz I love it. It is the best. Yeah. So where are you living now these days? Uh, man, I I live in L.A., but I also live in Georgia. Like, I got a house in Georgia right. because it's easier to fly out of there. I'm on the road every single weekend. I'll be on the road, you know, San Jose this weekend. And right. I'll be in New York, you know, a couple years. So I'm always, I'm on a plane every single week. Oh, man. So, yeah, every week, man. Every week. So, so you know, with COVID, as a, you know, all of us were slapped in the head with that one. And we're all stuck at home. And, of course, comedy tours uh, weren't relevant for, well, most of ever, like everybody else for this whole uh, last year. And so it's coming back, I think, with a vengeance. People really need to go out. And, by the way, Preacher Lawson on the phone with us, who's doing some shows out at the San Jose Improv. 
And you can catch um, uh, Preacher Thursday with a show at 8, Friday, 7.30 and 9.45, Saturday uh, at 7, and then again at 9.30. So uh, while you were stuck at home, what would you do? Man, I was just making YouTube videos, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I was making YouTube videos, and it was the best, and I loved it, and I just had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Don't you think now that uh, we've all kind of uh, sampled because, you know, I do uh, YouTube. Um, I have this show that I post on there, but I find everything that I've wanted to ever find out about anything, almost like when we were Google searching on YouTube. So if I didn't know how to do something or if I wanted to see something, YouTube is like the current MTV sort of, sort of speak. Right. It's everybody. Kids don't even watch TV. They watch YouTube. And Netflix and TikTok. That's yeah. what they watch. Yeah. That's what they watch. And That's it's crazy. Isn't it? You know. <laughs> and so, yeah. so, so, Sid, are, are you going to continue doing YouTube now that you're back on the road touring? Yeah, I've been doing, I've been doing a little bit of it. And it's, uh, you know, I, I love YouTube, man. I think, I think it's, you know, it's just like, it tricks you sometimes because they'll be like, you know, just watch this one video. I'm like, all right, I'll just watch one video. And then, it's like, well, hey, you know, just want to let you know that there's a bunch of related videos that you like. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, there goes my afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I I, I love, I, I mean, yeah, I still make YouTube videos to this day. Oh. Just, I'm just nowhere near the amount of consistency as I did before. All right. Right. Yeah, because it is. It's a rabbit hole. I've done the same thing as you. I'm only going to watch this. And then yeah. it's just like you say, you know, uh, something else. Because you like this, we think that you'll like this. And sure enough, it's, it's like, like oh. guess what? You're right because you've been stalking me this whole time <laughs> through Siri and Google. So it's, it's like, of course, you know what I like. You know exactly. I told you. I told you so many times. It's like Google and Siri is like the boyfriend that always listens. Like we don't listen. You know, I do. In some days, on some girls, she bring up something. I'm like, I forgot everything. I just let you know before we even start this conversation. But Google's like, I remember it. Here's a discount, and you'll freak out because you'll be on Instagram, you'll be scrolling, and you're like, man, I just was talking about this, and it's popping up in the ad, and I feel some type of way because it's weird, but I also need it. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like I'm gonna buy it, but I just the fact that you put it creeps me out. You know, it does. <laughs> I I I think I was I, I I don't remember if I was chatting with somebody or I didn't Google it I wasn't searching for it yet but it was uh, something prebiotics or something like that and no kidding there it was in in one of in, and I think it was on the feed on Facebook it a, a prebiotic popped up and I was like are you kidding me Whoa, yes. that's weird. weird that is weird it's super weird man. See, I don't know. You know I don't know if I'm thankful. I don't know if I'm thankful or, or freaked out. Maybe I'm a little both. Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you, uh, uh, Preacher Lawson, who's uh, on the phone with us, uh, it's writing comedy. So starting at a very young age, I guess, what, 16, um, man, I you know, what is it that, that kind of made you start leaning uh, towards comedy? I, you know, like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a comedian. Or did you, people just tell you, dude, you're funny. 
Hey, you know what? No one really said I was funny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they never did, man. They kind of was just like, uh, they told me I talk a lot, which I did. But uh, I just kind of wanted to do comedy. I I, I did it because I wanted to be on a sitcom. And, you know, I was like, oh, I just noticed most people that star in sitcoms and comedians. And then I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and do some comedy. And I did it. And then it was the greatest decision I've ever made. I always thought that you had to be a certain level of funny. Right. You know, and to get into comedy, most people do. But it's just like any art film. Like, you, you have to work at it. And then you'll see a bunch of people that are crazy talented right. that don't work that hard. And then they're not, they're not as, like, um, successful. Ah. That makes I, oh, yeah. I, under, I understand that one. So how do you practice? How do you practice comedy? I go on stage, man. Bomb in front of people. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, you go on stage and open mic. Some people do karaoke. Some people do open mic. So I go on stage and I just, I try to joke. You ever, you ever like, uh, tell someone you had to be there? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like when a joke doesn't bomb. Oh, man. Like, you had to be in my mind. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, I get it. I I, I just didn't, you know, how it is. Because I guess it's probably different for uh, different comedians or, you know, for any craft, I suppose on how it is that you rehearse what you're going to try, you know, yeah. in front of people. And, uh, and, and so where do you kind of dig up stuff that you want to try to, to make into comedy? Is it life experiences or just something, just something? You know, it's crazy. So it's like, um, you know, that story that you just like, there's a story that you might've told at the barbecue about something that, uh, that is something embarrassing that happened to you. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know when you tell that story again, it it, it gets it becomes funnier and becomes funnier, and after a while, it's uh, pretty fine. That's what a joke is. That's all it is. Oh, so, you, you're, it's just a funny story, right? You know? I mean, you know, but but it it, it takes a certain uh, person to sit there, and you know, I guess we, you know what they call timing, you know, and yeah, that's just that's just being on stage. You know, what I mean, you get you you can um. You can, uh, if you just, yeah, if you just want it the first time, your time is going to be trash. Like, if I showed you my first video, it's so bad, man. I mean, it's so bad. I mean, you would have thought I was framing how quiet the audience was, all right? So it was it was really bad. But then after a while, you know, you kind of, you know, you figure some tricks out, and then you figure out your style because it ultimately comes in. I mean, when you first start, you're like, you take all your influences, you take all their styles and, and all the mannerisms and after a while you kind of just figure out who you are right you know sure it's just part of, yeah you're part of getting older as well but you know so yeah it just takes it's a it's a process you know i would imagine yeah and confidence has a big uh thing to do with that doesn't it as you're up there yeah yeah man talent is desire practice you know so repetition mother skill all those quotes yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's after a while you kind of just like i'm pretty confident now even uh, when i when i when I don't do as well. Right. You know? Sure. I'm like, ah, didn't work. You know? <laughs> but you just move on. You're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. well, there it is. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm on stage and jokes don't work, I, I, I just act like that wasn't the punchline. I'm like, you guys, I don't know why yet. You know, I know you guys are not laughing, but that's not the punchline anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the punchline anyway. It's yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. Coming up. Just hold on. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's it's like, uh, you know, I play with some bands. I'm a drummer in a cover band, several of them. And, you know, occasionally we're right. going to make a mistake, right? 
And, and usually, and I just, we tell the guys, you know, nobody really notices that except ourselves, really. Uh, Most people don't. There are the occasional few, but mostly nobody knows, you know, that you've tripped and fallen, but you just get back up and keep going and, and just carry on, you know, and besides they'll forget about as fast as you do, unless you hold on to that thought. (laughs) Yeah. Then it just drowns you. So uh, Preacher Lawson on the phone, and uh, who's got a bunch of shows going on at the San Jose Improv, which uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea for to go ahead to look at the improv.com, San Jose, and you can get a great idea. Yeah, you're right. It'd be a great idea. And you know what? I'm going to say this because, (laughs) and I know you heard it, the uncanny resemblance that you have with Eddie Murphy. It is. Oh, I love that man. He's the best. Have you met uh, Eddie Murphy? I've, no, I've never met him. I met everyone else. Eddie Murphy just kind of stays. I met Kevin Hart, you know. Sure. Who's bigger than Eddie Murphy? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. He's bigger, man. I mean, people don't even know. A lot of kids don't know who Eddie Murphy is. They're like, man, he's not like Doggy off the track. I'm like, that's Eddie Murphy. Y'all. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, um, like maybe my mom what you would do Richard Pryor joke. And I'm like, who the heck is that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Richard Pryor was, so I got into comedy. I mean, I'm, I'm, no, that's not true. I heard him before. But, right. You know, it wasn't like, I was like, Eddie Murphy's a funny guy. He's a funny, you know. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, but, doing this, doing the comedy, you know, because you're going to have different age groups. And, and do you find, or do you work comedy like, okay, I'm going to be at this town and I, and I think this place has a, a more of an audience that's probably um, 40 below or maybe another place that's, you know, like in the 50s or 60s. And the comedy is different for you to, to do the stand up or is it just I'm just doing this? I don't change my setup. I mean, I'm not really like a I'm not a, I'm not a super dirty guy. Right. You know, right. I'm not a, I'm not a dirty guy. I'm not, I don't really, uh, but yeah, I'm not a dirty guy. So I kind of always been like, I don't cuss in my normal life normally. Yeah. I don't really cuss. So. Yeah, me either. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's so for me to go on stage and start doing it, it'd be kind of, it would be out of my character. Yeah. You know, so it would, uh, so I think a lot of people see that I'm not really too crude or like dirty on stage. And so they, uh they, uh, you know, it's, it's beneficial to the whole family because they can all see me. So, yeah. But, but I try not to be offensive. You know, if like something's offensive, I try to avoid. I don't want to be offensive. Like, some people love being, I mean, some of my favorite comedians, Anthony Jesnick, he's crazy offensive, but that's his thing. You know, so I think it's pretty cool that I can have like a grandma, grandpa, and then some, you know, nieces and nephews come out to my show. Yeah. I get it. That's it. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's fabulous. It's great because, uh, you know, you don't have to be one of those, you know, just like the F bomb, every, um, every other set, every other verse or phrase or sentence, you know, it's just like, you know, and, 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 and by the way, F this and blah, 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 and F you and blah, blah, you know, it's just, you know, it's just after a while. I once heard a, 
I was at a uh, rock concert and the lead vocalist was just dropping the F-bombs. I mean, it was continuous. It was in between songs and it was just like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said that. And I was just like, boy, you get tired of the yeah. F-word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, some, uh, I mean, some people do it a little bit on death there, I guess. So. Right. I mean, who, uh, who who was the one that really surprised me? It was uh, uh, Red Fox when I, you know, because you, you always sell them on. Uh, on the TV and, you know, uh, being the way he was never cussing. And then you catch a video of his uh, standup and it was the complete, it was like a night and day thing. And just like, man, I didn't realize he was using all those. Oh words. my God. He's so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, he's like disgusting. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, who's that guy? And why, yeah, do, and yeah. why, and why does he look like red Fox? It was like Bob Saget. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to Bob, and he, and he went off a couple of times. And it, it was like, really? You're Bob Saget? <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> Preacher Lawson on the phone with us, who's uh, got some shows over for you, just for you, over at the San Jose Improv. You. And so I highly recommend improv.com uh, slash San Jose, and you can see the whole list of his shows, and you know, if you like the one, you might want to go to all five. I mean, why not, right? Why not? Heck yeah, they they've got a full bar. They serve food. It's a great date night. I think comedy is like one of the best uh, uh, date night places to go because it, it really works better than movie. You know, yeah, you get something that I mean, it's really fun to enjoy. I mean, you really know if you like somebody by the type of jokes they laugh at. <laughs> yeah, good point. You didn't like that. You didn't like that, huh? Okay. I see. We're not going to go on a second date. <clears throat> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you just like that. Or you do like that. You know, that's, that's so, funny. Ah, uh, so people coming up, do you engage with the crowd? Do people engage with the crowd? Well, you. Do you do engagement with uh, the your audience? Like, say, the front rowers? Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely talk to the people in the crowd. But I think they end up talking. They talk to me first. Like, I mean, maybe I'll give an opportunity. Like, hey, you ever do this? You ever do that? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, maybe ask the question to the audience. And, but if they give me a funny answer, then I, I have to like get off track. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, we got to address what you just said. <laughs> wow. See that part. So, that part would be. Uh, it, I think it's very creative. You a creative mind when you can get off your topic. And venture off on something that somebody else is from the audience has, you know, been saying, and off you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's kill. <laughs> so that would lead me to my next question, hecklers, uh, and I'm sure you get them. How do you deal with those guys? I just have fun with them, you know. Like I, I think a lot of times you'll have like, um, you know, some comedians they'll destroy them like pretty bad, you know, and yeah. then you have some people that are like, okay, I'll just get them to be my friend. I don't know. I like to have fun because honestly, the, the, there are hecklers that are annoying, but most of the time people heckle me, they're doing it to be kind. Because they're like, you're great. Or that joke's hilarious. And I'm like, you know, you could have just said that in your head. You never know, say out loud, <laughs> you know, with wording that it was a fun, you know, so it's kind of weird. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love, I mean, I have fun because it gives me something new to talk about and they give me YouTube material. So they, Actually, troll me. They're going on YouTube. I think they know them. 
Dude, that's that's insane. That's great. Are you gonna at any point maybe uh, do like um, uh, a live or recorded shows, like you know, Preacher Lawson on tour and record various places, and then maybe do a um, a video, you know, like a a YouTube video, or you know, come out with a DVD kind special? of video? Yeah, special. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably if I do a special, I'll probably try to sell it to like HBO or Netflix or Showtime, something like that. You know, I'll. I'll I wouldn't uh I wouldn't record it then at my at comedy clubs. I'd probably pick a venue right. and then I'd put out a session. You know, I, so that would be the plan. But I mean I definitely record every time I go somewhere, just in case the audience member said something silly. Right. That's so. a good idea. That's a really good idea for clips and stuff like that that you get to incorporate into your into your special, which we all Absolutely. Look, which we look forward to seeing at some point in, in time in the future. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It'll be dope. Oh, dude, that is that is insane. Uh, so, how, how can people see you when they just want to search preacher? And where do they go? I mean, they could. I mean, they just want to see me on YouTube, or they want to see me in, in, Every, in everywhere. And you know, because once you get started, preacher, they're good to just be on that that road of you know that rabbit hole. And so, I got to find out where what's his website. Where is he? I want to see more YouTube stuff like that. Yeah, well, my YouTube is preacher Lawson. My Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook, TikTok, Twitch is Preacher Lawson. My my website is PreacherLawson.com. I love it. I, and just uh, Preacher Lawson, of course, on the phone, who's doing shows at the San Jose Improv, Improv.com San Jose. Uh, look that up. And, uh, of course, you could see uh, if you go to the website uh, Preacher just mentioned, you can find out where else he's going to be. Because, you know, maybe somebody listening to this is some someplace far away. <laughs> it, needs yeah, to, man. It, it needs to see one of your shows. I love comedy. I think comedy's great. And it's just a great way to release. And so take a lot of tension out of your life with comedy. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, comedy is just like, if I, if I don't laugh that day, I feel like I wasted a day. Is there somebody uh, before I, I let you go? Because I know you're on a, a your time because you got to start traveling. Is uh, somebody that that you know like gets you starstruck? Somebody that you want to meet? You'd be like, whoa, whoa, that's so and so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's all I, right. I, I, there's so many people that I feel like I would be starstruck on. Yeah. Well, you know what? That day'll come when, and hopefully, somebody will have that uh, videotaped. You know, it's like, oh, hey, look, it's blah blah blah. You know, like somebody would say about you. You know, look, it's Preacher Lawson. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, dude. Right oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's insane. That's great, man. You know, I'm just gonna say thanks for some some time that you got to spend with me today. We look forward to doing this again because, uh, you know, this is going to be your only rodeo, so to speak, down here at the San Jose area. And so we look forward to having you come back. And when you do, I definitely like to have you back on. Absolutely. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Preacher Lawson. So thanks, man. And, uh, of course, a great tour and have fun with that. And we look forward to seeing you on the road. And, of course, that special that I know that you're going to be creating for all of us to see. You are the man. Yes, sir. I can't wait. Yeah, you rock. You. All right, brother. Thanks, Preacher. Yeah, all right, talk to you soon. All right. 
A big thank you to today's guest and also to those who helped keep John Michael's Rock Box alive. Editor-producer Jim Bozo. Marketing and sales Leslie Schneider. Stylist Michelle Best. And on the road audio and videographer Martin Garcia. And mostly, a big heartfelt thanks to you for joining us today. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and share, share, share. And until the next time, blessings to you. I'm your host, John Michael.